I was in multiple relationships with guys. I tried to stop, but I couldn't on my own until Jesus purified my life. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lang. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking a little bit about the concept of purity and what happens when someone loses it. Can they ever really get it back? In our last show, we had Amanda Armstrong, who told us how she grew up with low self-esteem. She was molested at a young age. I mean, just a horrific story here. From the molestation, she grew up with a lot of anxiety and depression and fear of men. But as she grew older, she had this intense need and desire to feel loved, and she found herself getting that from men in a wrong way. As she grew up, she found herself in these very toxic, unhealthy relationships where abuse and cheating were an often occurrence. Her heart got so tarnished at that point, her purity dropped to an all-time low where she shared with us how she was open to cheating for revenge purposes and was in several relationships that all ended up not working out. She couldn't stop being in these relationships. And at 29, she made a hardline commitment to not have sex anymore out of marriage. And today, she's going to tell us how she discovered a life of purity, even after being in such a dark place in her life. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me again. Amanda, I am so glad that you're with us today. And I just want to bring our audience back. So we're talking about there's this guy. Mm -hmm. He's a Christian guy. And there's this attraction thing going on with you and him. You're not a Christian. But he wanted to date you, so he kind of made you a Christian so he could date you. Tell us a little about that real quick. Yeah, so I was pretty excited about him. He was very different from the others. He came from a Christian family and background. Hmm. He seemed to have all of his priorities in line, and I was pretty excited about him. Wow. He then asked me if I was saved, and I was like, what does that mean? And <laughs> he asked me if I believed in God. I said yes, but I just don't know anything about God. Hmm. He then said I would need to be a Christian before dating him. So wow. he had, yeah, he had me meet up with one of his church members in a coffee shop. I prayed this prayer with a woman to become a Christian. Wow. Yes. I was then quickly told I could do whatever I wanted now and still go to heaven after saying this prayer. What? I thought that was strange, but I did believe it. That was my first introduction to Jesus at the age of 23. Okay. So now you can date this guy, Mm -hmm. but you didn't like read the Bible. You didn't spend time with God. It was just like this one prayer. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm good. Like it's my ticket to heaven. Right. Yes. And I understand that relationship didn't work out. So I want to go back. Why were you even trying to stop this cycle of having pretty much anyone you wanted? A lot of people don't really care about having purity. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They want to have any guy that they want, any girl that they want. How did you come to a point where you wanted purity and to even desire that? So after having my second child, by a man who I wasn't married to mm. and um, realizing the relationship was not going to work out. I pretty much hit a breaking point. Wow. I was playing house with this man and I now had two children. I was basically raising by myself wow. one day after getting into a big argument with him at the time, I just cried so hard to God and asked him, what do I do? Obviously my way was not working. So 
I told the Lord, I don't care if people shame me for having another child, because I think that was one of the main reasons I was still in that relationship. Mm. So at this point, my peace of mind was more important to me, and I needed to make a very hard decision and quick because I could no longer take the emotional roller coaster ride with this man that he put me on. I felt like I was trapped in a prison in my own life, and I was just done. The thought came to me right away to stop having sex. And I thought, okay, God, I can do this. If this is what I got to do, then I'm doing it. And at that moment, I made the decision to stop having sex, even though I was still living with the man I had a child with. Wow. But it was kind of like, almost like New Year's resolution kind of thing. Like, I just need to stop doing this, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So were you able to do it on your own power and strength? I was able to do it for a couple of years. Okay. I was, however, still messing around with men, thinking that was okay. Mm. And I unfortunately fell into temptation of sex again at the age of 32. Wow. I was so ashamed of myself, felt like a failure. But doing that only made me realize that it wasn't worth it, the heartache and the pain. And it didn't go any further than that. And I believe only made me more determined to continue my path of celibacy. Wow. So after that mess up, I understand that you had an encounter with God in your car Mm -hmm. that completely changed your life. What happened? So shortly after that huge setback, I went out with some friends to the bar. I did have a couple beers and was smoking cigarettes. Mm. I had to work really early the next morning. And when I was driving to work, I smelled like beer and cigarettes. And I just started to feel very convicted with myself. Mm. Here I was 32 years old, still working at the same job I had for seven years, still going to the same bars with the same people, smoking the same cigarettes, still drinking. It was hitting me like a ton of bricks. I then realized I didn't have the strength to stop these things, these cycles in my life. Mm -hmm. I just knew in that moment I needed God to intervene. And I cried out to him, begging him to take these desires out of my heart. And shortly after, I felt so different. All those desires left me and I knew there was something very different about me now. And I shortly after experienced Jesus like I never had before. His love just filled me. And I knew in that very moment, this is what I had been searching for my whole life. Well, man, I understand like while you're crying out to God, God almost spoke to you back in a song, like a Christian song from the radio. Is that right? Yeah, there was the song playing Sweetly Broken. Mm. And it was like a fire just burning in my chest and just like rolling and coming up through my body. And it was just so overwhelming. Wow. So you felt almost like the spirit of God descending down upon you while you're driving to work. Is that right? Yes. Wow. So how did that experience change your life? Like, how did you come into true purity from that moment? And how did that work in your life through faith in Christ? Well, I believe my love story with Jesus began, and my life then started to revolve around just seeking Him through His Word, worshiping Him with my whole life. I wanted nothing more than to give God my whole life and give Him the glory through it all. I felt that was the very least I could do after what He did for me. The smoking, drinking, or having sex had no hold on me anymore. I was completely set free. Wow. He completely removed the desires. It felt like he just reached down in me and just grabbed it out. I had no taste for those things after I surrendered to the Lord. And he just continued then to just change my heart to be more pure and also renew the broken child that was once in me. So basically in that moment, you're like, I'm not going to the bars no more. Right. I got to cut off some relationships. Yes. And I'm just going to pursue God with all my heart. Yes. Wow. And I understand, like, this really helped you. Like, from there, you went to college, you got your master's. Mm -hmm. How did faith in Christ help you to do all of that? 
Well, the Lord quickly put me on the path of continuing my education. Mm. Um, he led me to the profession of social work. He opened all the doors with school loans, babysitting, help with schoolwork. I met a Christian in school who's still my friend today. Wow. She was such a godsend for me with helping me in my schoolwork. Barely making it through high school and being the first one in my immediate family to graduate college, I received wow. my bachelor's degree in 2018 in social work and my master's in social work in 2019. That's huge, Amanda, because it doesn't exist in your family. So like, this is like evidence of supernatural power that was able to give you the discipline to be able to do something that you could never do before. Is that right? That's right. And he opened all the doors and he just made it happen. I got straight A's. I was a member of the Honor Society. Wow. He also opened the door to a job that I love so much in the schools very shortly after I graduated with my master's. Wow. Let me ask you a question. Now that your life is pure... How does it compare before? Because you've already had all the fun, good looking guys, anybody you kind of wanted kind of thing. And then now to like a life of purity, which one's better, really, honestly? Oh, definitely a life of purity. It's a life of peace. I did not have that peace before mm -hmm. in my environment and my mind and my soul. My health is so much better. I feel like I'm getting younger as I'm getting older. <laughs> I'm not in any financial lack. I was always in lack before. Uh -huh. I'm no longer in dysfunctional relationships. I don't entertain any of that stuff any longer. Hmm. Yeah, I would say I made the best choice in my life to follow Jesus because I would not be who I am today or be where I am today if it wasn't for him. Amanda, your story is truly an inspiration and I truly am honored to meet you and have you on our show. I'm excited for what the Lord has in store for you. And I truly appreciate you joining us and sharing your testimony. God bless you, Amanda. Thank you. Hang on, the show isn't over yet. I have some deep things to talk about right after the break. Hey guys, it's me again. Let me be real and upfront with you. People are calling in and getting saved and set free by the power of the gospel that is preached on this show through powerful testimonies. I remember one night I was working the phones and a man in about his 30s called in. He was a business owner who was addicted to cocaine and he was living in California. He said he was driving and he heard our show about a former drug addict and he felt convicted that he wasn't living his life right and he gave his life to Jesus that very night. To me, this is a powerful reminder that God is moving through this real and raw show to touch the lives of others. Will you help us reach other cities all across America? You may be able to donate maybe $5 a month, maybe $10, some of you $25, maybe more. Anything helps. Help us to spread the gospel to America as we are believing for a great harvest of souls for the kingdom of God in this time and in this era. But we can't do it without you. Don't just sit there. Go to AwakeningTheNations.com and join the movement to get these testimonies to help others. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I think a lot of people who can hear Amanda's story, they can be like, how can someone be restored from having such a life of sexual morality? one night stands and stuff, to suddenly being celibate and waiting for their husband. Well, let me show you what ancient pathways Amanda has found. It's written in Titus 3, 4 through 7. But when the kindness and the love of our God and Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. You see, Amanda didn't get celibate 
because she was just a good Christian woman. She attained this regeneration and renewal where though purity was taken away, God restored purity to her and regenerated her and made her new by the power of the Holy Spirit. How does one have this happen to their lives? Well, Jesus is the way to the Holy Spirit washing us and pouring out of His Spirit upon us in order for us to be renewed or regenerated. And I'm sensing there's someone right now who needs that same regeneration and renewal in their lives. And let me tell you, my friend, it's not just wishing it away. It is receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can literally be made whole again in this area of your life. All you need to do is reach out to Jesus Christ. And He's here right now. He's here to change your life. Lord Jesus, we come to you. And Lord, you know the truth. You know the past. You know the mess ups. Jesus, let your spirit come upon us now. Fill us with your spirit. Jesus, we call upon you to renew the sexual purity of our lives. Lord Jesus, we receive it. We believe in your name. We repent of our sins. We turn to you. We accept your forgiveness in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.